Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Life and Lessons of Me. I'm your host, Jordan, or me, every episode. I'm going to start every episode with that. But okay, so in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about making judgments and how, you know, most people do make judgments without even realizing they do it. Um, and people don't necessarily get to know people before they make judgments. Like, that's the thing with um, rumors and like, the, just the social structure in general of younger people is that people typically just listen to what other people say about somebody and they don't actually get to know someone. Granted, some people, you know, have a bad reputation. Like, and is it their fault? Maybe not. Like, here's the thing. We don't know what someone is going through, you know, and, you know, how they're coping with that. Some people don't know how to cope and that's not their fault. And they just cope the only way that, you know, teenagers really know how to do is, is not a healthy way to cope, but like it is a way. However, I don't necessarily think that we should be judging people based on how they cope with things because most people don't really know how to cope very well. You know what I mean? And it takes practice to be able to do this. And I don't even do this well either. Like, I need to work on coping mechanisms. I really do. But the main point of this episode is that even myself, I've made judgments on people. And then I actually talk to the person and then I see that I was completely wrong. And, and that's the problem. Like, people need to think for themselves. This is going back to think for yourself because this is a very important subject. Like, don't be a sheep. Do not follow what everyone else is saying because they could be completely wrong. You know, like if all your friends, again, this is the best example I can give you for this. If your friends jump off a bridge, are you going to jump off a bridge too? Just because they did it? You know, like think for yourself, make your own judgments, you know, and, and don't judge before you know somebody, you know, and I think it's very important to realize this because I guarantee you people judge me all the time without even me realizing it. And, you know, without them even knowing who I am, you know, you see someone in my situation, you don't really know what to think. And it's not their fault that they don't know what to think. I mean, people in wheelchairs vary a lot. Like I happen to be a regular guy that's in this bad situation and it is what it is. Like most people probably aren't as judgmental as they think they are, but like a lot, like you ever been stared at, at a little kid by a little kid. It's really awkward because it's like, okay, I can't be a jerk because it's a little kid, but I also don't really care because obviously, you know, little kids don't see many people in wheelchairs. Like, you know what I mean? And, and it's not really a big deal for me the wheelchair thing like whatever and um yeah but like I feel like if people are judging me then I have no room to judge other people like you know and unfortunately I was doing that like I was judging somebody and I didn't really know them and you know now I got to know them a little bit and I was completely false and I'm happy that I was false like and at the time like certain th actions that people take are judged by other people. But again, you don't know what's going on. You have no idea because mental issues are internal. 
And, and the difference between me having physical issues versus mental issues is that my physical issues are obvious, right? But nobody's mental health is obvious at all. Like the, the fact that society has now just realized like, oh, mental health is extremely important. Like before, like two years ago, you know, people would be judgy if you had, you know, mental health problems. Like people would be like, oh, I don't get why they're depressed or like whatever. Like, how are they depressed? They have a great life. Like, but like I said, in my other podcasts, some people with great lives create this crappy situation for themselves and they don't even necessarily realize they're doing it. Right. And they manifest symptoms of actual depression. So when you say, how are they depressed? You know, you have to think like, what is really going on? Like it could be a multiple multitude of things. Like it could be, you know, they're focusing on the negatives all the time and they're manifesting symptoms of depression. And I'm saying like, that is the simplest way to get depressed right now. Because if you focus on the news a lot and like just the overall negativity of the world, it's going to make you depressed. I mean, if you're talking about negative things all the time and you're only exposed to negativity all the time, it stands to reason that of course you would be depressed, even though, you know, certain things in your life might not be bad, right? Like right now, life is still going in the right direction. It's just taking a long time, but I can see where it's going. And it's really freeing to know that, you know, I'm approaching my life. Like one of my friends, I got, you know, sometimes maybe I'm oversensitive, but one of my friends, granted, he was messing around with me. He was joking around, but like, didn't sound like a joke, but still like, love that guy. I'm not mad at him. You know, I understand he's going through a lot and he doesn't necessarily know how to, you know, approach it, like how to handle it because, you know, he's raising that typical, like be a man kind of thought process. Like, you know, men don't have mental health problems. Like, you know, like that kind of thought is crap. Like, um, I saw this TikTok recently and it was talking, it was a guy talking about how, you know, women typically get most of the positive attention. And he was saying how that is a good thing. And I agree with that. That is a wonderful thing. But he was also talking about a new perspective, like from men's perspective, you know, there isn't as much support for us. And, and it's just how society has been organized for the last, I don't know, 60 years since like the fifties, you know, or, or even earlier than that, like men are supposed to be this certain way, but I don't think that's accurate. I, I think, you know, men for the longest time have been told to man up and just deal with it, you know? And in terms of like manning up and like getting a job and working your butt off and stuff like that, like that's great. But like at the same time, you never have time to think about your mental health at all because it's not important to people or like you've been told it's not important. Now, I think it is way more obvious, and I think a lot of people are realizing this, that men have it tough. And, you know, it's, it's, I, I'm, all I'm saying is that we need to all, you know, kind of be there for each other, like guys, girls, whatever. There's no such thing as like this 
typical guy, I don't think. But I think there there should be some sort of like direction for men to go in. Um, but I think it's really important to realize that like our mental health is also important. Like, but we can't just discount everybody else. We have to acknowledge that our mental health is important, but also everyone's mental health. You know, it's not just about one particular group of people. But I do think that, you know, the typical like thought process for men is that, you know, man up like and it's not good i don't think i'm I, to a certain extent you should man up on some things but i don't think mental health is one of them i think mental health is something you have to actually deal with you can't just shove it down you know it, it doesn't work and what i keep trying to tell you is that it comes back if you shove down your emotions and your mental health it's going to come back and you're not going to know how to handle it okay and, and that's why people result to alcoholism and doing drugs and stuff they, because they don't ever deal with their problems. And then later in life, you know, they're dealing with their problems in a very not good way that causes more problems down the road. So I think in the last couple episodes, I've been telling you guys to not wait. You have to deal with your mental health issues now because if you wait, you're not going to have that much time left. That's the thing. Like, as I'm in it, when I've become an adult, I've realized how much more, you know, I guess delicate life is. Like, you really don't know what can happen day to day. So you have to live one day at a time. And if, you know, you waste time not allowing yourself to reach your full potential, it's counterproductive. Like, it makes, it harder to live like it life is harder if you don't number one accept yourself and realize that whether you have mental health issues or not you need to completely accept everything about yourself you know like i act like an asshole sometimes and i don't know why i just do something sets me off and i just spiral downward and i'm trying my best to not do that it's like, let me tell you, my brother said something to me and it set me off and my, I ruined my mom's night and my brother's night. I, I did. And part of me knows I intentionally did it after the fact, you know, like my brother said, be careful or whatever. He was riding on the back of my wheelchair and I lost it because I'm someone who has been aware of my surroundings a lot. And I just want my family to understand that they don't have to tell me things that I already know. I, I, I realize they're trying to be helpful, but I already know I have to be careful. And I already know I have to get out of the way of people because people don't see me, you know, I, and it's not their fault necessarily. Like if you're a slightly taller person than I am and your eyes are up here, like they're up higher, you typically don't look down. Right. And the only time I ever run into anybody is when they walk into me. Okay. My chair doesn't move like a person. I can't just get out of the way immediately. Like if somebody walks into me and I try to adjust, it's difficult to get out of the way. Right. So I flipped out because obviously I have to be careful. Obviously I can't just run into people and I don't run into people, you know, like, because I'm not a jerk, I move out of the way of people. But the thing is, 
people should move out of the way for me. You know, like I can't control that. You know, this is my situation. I can't control that. And it's not anybody else's fault, but I, I get out of the way because I feel obligated to do that. You know, but my actual opinions on it are people should get out of my way and they should notice me. And why should I have to be the one doing all the work? You know what I mean? Is that right of me to flip out on my brother? No. Could I have used my words and said, dude, thank you. I know. And then, I don't know. It's like, he, he goes, you hit so many people. I'm like, no, I don't because I don't ever. And then I went around Longwood in public, driving around, talking to myself full speed, by the way, didn't hit one person. Why did I do that? I don't really know because I drove away. Like I went away from my parents, from my mom and my brother. I just drove away because at that point, apparently I caused a massive scene. Whoops. And it's like, why did I not care? I really don't know. I can't tell you that what the answer to that, but I mean, I just, once I go on that asphalt mode, I, it's hard to turn it off. And it's really kind of freaky because it's like, I know that I'm doing it, but I don't stop. Like, that's the thing. Like, how do I get to the point where I do stop or I catch myself before I do it? Like, like, I think I just need to be more aware of what I'm about to say. Like, and again, I just feel like my mom and my brother don't trust me for some, like, is that correct? Probably not. But, you know, like my mom's at work, my brother's at school. They don't see what I do all day. And, and the fact that my brother keeps telling me that I failing out of college is ridiculous because I have, let's see, I have an A, probably a low A and probably a B. You know, while it's bad that I had to even, you know, get put on academic probation, like I fixed it. And the lack of recognition of that from my, my, my brother, like, why do I need approval from him? Again, it's probably an older brother thing. Like, I feel like I was a bad older brother for the longest time and I'm trying to fix it. And he doesn't really seem like he acknowledges it. He goes, no, I know you're trying. I'm like, uh-huh, it doesn't seem like it because- the thing with him is he's my dad's kid straight up. And, you know, sometimes my dad acts like that, like, and it's not necessarily his fault. I'm not blaming him for that, but I just wish that my brother would see that he is like, you know, affecting me negatively. And I just like, feel like all the effort that I'm putting in is not being recipro reciprocated in the same way, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just oversensitive. Like my mom said, like the fact that there's no support at all or no understanding at all from the people that should support me and understand me the best. That's what's getting me. That's what is the worst part about any of this situation. Like, I, I just feel like there's a lack of trust in my own abilities. And I know that's crap because I know how great I am and they obviously know how great I am because they're my family, but they just, don't show it. And it sucks, but like, you know, it's something that I have to deal with on my own because, you know, I, I can't make them see my point of view. Clearly I'm trying my best to. And when I say something, my mom, like usually says the opposite of what I'm expecting her to. So that kind of makes me feel like crap too. But 
I owe a lot to my mom for teaching me about my emotional intelligence and like just in general, emotional intelligence at all. Like, so it's like, I'm, I'm grateful for my mom. I realize what she does for me, but at the same time, it's almost like I have no validation at all. And, and should I need that? Probably not. I just need validation for myself and I have that. So I don't necessarily know why I need approval from my little brother and my mom, other than that, they're my family. And then I should get that approval from them. But no, I get approval from my friends who know that I'm awesome and myself. And it's like, I don't know if they're refusing, if my brother's refusing to see how awesome I am or, or what the deal is. I, I don't get it. But every time I say something about like how great I am, he goes, no, you're not. Or like, that's, you're, you're full of crap. Like, I'm like, do you not see that I am respected by a lot of people for what my message is? Like, I'm not saying that I'm awesome because I just think I am. I literally, I've had, People tell me how great I am. So I know that I'm great from myself and from other people, except my thinking brother. And my mom knows how great I am, but like, it's off and on. Like, I don't know. She thinks I never shut up because I don't, because I'm smart. Like, okay. I don't know. I just talk a lot because maybe I have ADD or something. Like I talk because I'm bored or want to occupy myself. I don't know. But going back to not judging people, for example, would you know any of that was wrong with me if I didn't just say that? No. And, and we need to go, go back to the be honest with yourself episode. And that's the first step, okay? You have to be honest with yourself. Like, if people are judging you, you know, it's not a good thing, okay? It's, you gotta realize maybe... They're judging me because of how I act. And you might know that's not who you are, but they don't know that. Like people cannot read your mind. And I, and I think some stuff is hard to share. It is. But at a certain point, you have to because people are going to keep making those incorrect judgments of you based on your actions and not who you are. You know, your actions in a bad time of your life do not reflect who you actually are at all. And I go back and I reiterate all of this stuff a lot. We are not negative people. We do not start out as depressed people. When you're a baby, all you do is cry, sleep, and poop, and eat. Four things. Yeah, okay, we're, we're on the same page there. And then you go to like preschool and stuff and you're just taken care of and like, you learn how to make friends as a little kid and, you know, learn your shapes and colors and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like pretty simple stuff, not depressing at all. And then elementary school, again, all right, pretty good. You're just learning basic stuff. Like two plus two is four, you know, I thought it was five by the way, but you know, it's, it's four actually. Um, and then you get to middle school and you're not a kid anymore. They squish your hopes your dreams, they, they squish it, dead, killed. Like, and, and people are starting to realize this now after COVID happened and school changed. People started to do well in school 
and not be as upset to do schoolwork and stuff like that because they had more time, right? And, and the fact that school gives you no time to do anything is ridiculous. Think about it this way. No recess. You can't get out all your pent-up energy. You have 40 minutes of lunch. So you act out and do stupid crap, like throw things across the room. Does that reflect who you are? No, that just means you have a lot of energy and you can't release it. You know, like you can't joke around with your friends too loudly. You know, that makes you happy, right? Can't do that. Can't do it. You know, you used to be able to go outside and play at recess or whatever and hang out. Like, can't do that. The Kennett Middle School has outside tables that you're not even allowed to use. Like, the problem is there's lack of trust everywhere. The administrators don't trust kids. I mean, come on. Should they? The devious lick stuff? Like, we got to give them a reason to trust us. We can't just be vandalizing public buildings. We can't do that. That's illegal. But anyway, I, I think school needs to change. We need a four-day week. You know, we have to have less homework every day because, like, you're in school for seven hours a day. Then you come home. Then you have to do, I don't know, two hours of homework. Not to mention the fact that you got to eat. You got to do your activities. You got to shower. You got to like do all that stuff. You have no room to do what you want ever until you get to college. And then you know what you want to do? Drink. Because it's like, what else is there to do? You know, after that, you have freedom. Everyone was getting their, you know, spirit crushed by school for the last, okay, if you started sixth grade, seven years. When you're a senior, you're finally free and you go to college and you have freedom. And you're like, what do I do now? Because you don't know because you lost your freedom when you were 12, right? Think about that. That's seven years. No freedom. If you start school when you're six, then you're 12. Like you have freedom from the ages of six to 12 and then dead. And then you're 19 and you're like, huh? Like, I don't know what to do. Like it's been seven years of no freedom which is more than six. See what I'm getting at here? You know, you're more used to having no freedom at all. And that's why I don't agree with strict parents at all. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. It just teaches your kids how to lie to you and manipulate, manipulate, you know, what is going on. Like they'll leave their phone in a freaking mailbox. They'll say they're going to a friend's house, leave their phone in a mailbox and not be there. Like. Don't put your kid on a leash. Like what the, that kind of thing makes me mad. Like I, I feel bad for people with parents like that. I just want to, mm, like sometimes it's not even our fault. It's our parents' fault for raising us this way. And you know the saying, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. It doesn't, you know, it's, it's a lot of how we're raised as humans is we see our parents do something and we re replicate it. That is how our brains develop you know monkey see monkey do that is what happens you know like for example if your dad left if you don't have a dad and you're a dude chances are you might leave your i don't know like if you have a kid by accident you might leave because your dad did the same thing to you you know and i think once we realize that 
we won't leave. You know, you won't leave if you know that your dad, you know, that didn't necessarily force you to do anything, but you saw what he did and you replicated it. As simple as that. Like, but the problem is people don't realize any of this because they don't look inward into themselves and think, why am I like this? Or like, what is the point of me being alive? Like, you need to figure that out because if you don't have that, what's the point? There is no point. If you have no purpose for being here, what's the point? You know, and, and that's what I mean by lowest low when I say that. You need to question your existence and then you can build yourself back up. That's what I'm saying. Like, once you're questioning your existence, there is no lower low you can get to. There isn't one. People say there is, but there's not. You know, this is just like people who are not emotionally intelligent. And that's the point of this podcast now is to try and teach you this. I'm not ever saying that, you know, the fact that you people don't know this is, is like bad on them. It's just because they don't teach it. You know, if nobody teaches you how to do something, you're never going to know how to do it. So I don't know. Maybe I'm like a life coach. That's fine with me. But, you know, we, we can't make judgments about people when we don't know them. So I ask you, like, this is like my ask for this episode. If you have, you know, if you have a bad judgment about somebody, try and get to know them. Sometimes your judgment is correct. Sometimes it's not, you know, but until you try and get to know them, you don't know. Like my friend, he's going through a lot of stuff and sometimes he acts like an asshole, but I know he's not one, you know, and and people judge him. They think he's an asshole. And I mean, part of the time he does act like one, but I know that's not who he is. So, you know, that's why I've stuck by him because I know what he's going through and I know that he's not really an asshole, you know, it's, it's things like that. Or like, I don't know if there's this one person like that acts a certain way, like you're going to, and, and somebody judges them like that and says, this person is an asshole. Like, how do you, how can you trust that person? How do you know they're not just an asshole? Like you don't, unless you really know them, you know? So I'm telling you, think for yourself. Don't make judgments on people if you don't know what they're going through, you know, and you yourself need to realize that if people are judging you, maybe that's a sign that you need to be better. And and maybe it's helpful. I don't know at some point to be judged negatively because then it's like, I am not like that at all. And I have to show people that I'm not like that, you know, but some people don't care. Like some people are like, you can think whatever you want about me. But in reality, it feels really crappy to be thought of negatively. You know, you can pretend to be a man as much as you want, but at the end of the day, it affects you. Okay. And as soon as you admit that being judged negatively affects you, you can become better or, or revert back to what you always were, you know, a very positive being, you know, like, again, as a baby, positive. If you look at a dog, they're positive all the time because they don't have human stressors like we do. They're dogs, you know? And 
part of our existence is figuring out why we're here. So as soon as we figure that out, we will all be better, better for it. So that's going to do it for this episode of The Life and Lessons of Me. Check me out on YouTube and Instagram and whatever social media you use. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. I already said that. Anyway, I'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening.